Pre-car meat car wash. Pre-cum meat. <laughs> car wash. Yeah. Come to my car wash. <laughs> Let me come inside and clean the inside of your car. You know, I've seen Among, Among Us porn and I'm going to leave it. <laughs> what? <laughs> Red has been ejected. <laughs> oh, mate. Don't split your trousers. <laughs> You're taking a shit. So Surprise, I'm not that big of a hoe. You're a hoe online. I can't lie, if I was single, like I'd be the biggest hoe ever. So you lot are lucky, boys. <laughs> Babe, are you gonna say sorry for that fake smile? I dearly apologize, darling. I <laughs> literally intend to offend the you. To S word. Huh? Say sorry. I'm very sorry, deeply from the bottom of my heart. I love you. I literally just got bullied into saying I'm sorry to Laura. <laughs> no, we're not I love you that. too, darling. Yes. No, 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 no. We're going to include that into the intro because they want to see the real us, right? I was going to start the podcast nice, saying, Mashallah, my brothers and sisters, hello, how are you? You know, I'm in my traditional clothing. Um, and instead, Laura literally forced me into saying sorry. So that's how we're going to be starting episode 95. So, well, you've got to say it sometimes. You've never grown up knowing that. Uh, I said this on the Patreon episode, and I'm going to say it here again. <laughs> I've explained Laura's different personalities that she brings out, depending on what part of her cycle she's on. This is the week before her period, so again, I'm going to reiterate. If for some reason you never see me again, or I come bruised, or throughout the episode you see Laura bullying me, it's not her fault. She's just coming onto her period, and it's completely normal, and we still love her for it. Thank you, and I love you too. But dearly apologize, help. <laughs> dearly apologize does not mean the same as sorry. How? Just because you have to say the sorry word <laughs> and it fixes everything. I killed you. I'm sorry. It's fine. Forgiven. Sorry. How can you forgive someone if you're dead? I cheated on you. I'm sorry. That's fine. Let's move on. Sorry is powerful. I guess it's time to tell you I'm sorry. <laughs> you're forgiven. Don't worry. Great. Don't worry. <laughs> anyway, guys, whilst Laura gets up the... Uh, the useless fact, useless of the fact of the day, as we found out yesterday. Um, this is episode 95. Welcome back. This is the podcast that kind of sounds like showbiz, but we don't really talk about showbiz at all. It's Flow Biz. Uh, because I'm our biz, Robert. That's Flow slash Laura. Yeah. Slash Laura Bianca. Slash Bianca. Slash. Comrade. Com bucket slash demon. <laughs> slash bitch. Angry bitch. You know, uh, when I was growing up in high school, mm -hmm. um, I don't know if you ever had it. So you had a house key, right? And then on your house key, you'd get like a little hat for it. A hat. So it was like, for your house key. I don't know the material. It was like that soft material. And you'd put it on it and it'd be like different colors. It looked like a hat. And mine was bright pink and it said 100% bitch. I used to rock around like that. <laughs> I guarantee your mom bought you that. <laughs> yeah. 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 What are you yep. trying to say? No, no, nothing. Like just... mother, like daughter? No, I'm just guessing. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, just a random guess. Yeah. Love but anyway, <laughs> welcome back to the podcast. We are back from our hiatus and... Uh, we're still together. We're, we're actually still together. We didn't break up. No, that did not happen. It was close. I'm joking. I'm... You ain't going nowhere, bitch. <laughs> Come your ass. I thought you are going to have to say that word again. Uh, but Do you as need you to say tell, it? Say what? That's word? I dearly apologize. <laughs> you slag. <laughs> that that's what he was looking for? No. Okay. Only in the bedroom. Okay. Just tell us the useless fact, please. Okay, I have um, creepy facts about London history. Okay. We're going to talk about our trip to Pakistan. But before we go into that, I thought London history facts. Talk about the homeland. 
Exactly. Go ahead. So first, apparently there were 1,200 human bones found under Benjamin Franklin's house. I'm sure Benjamin Franklin's American. So who's Benjamin Franklin? Uh, first of all, I didn't look into it because... A useless fact. Useless fact. Of course, fact. we don't research things yet. But secondly, I swear Benjamin Franklin's American and this is meant to be London. I can tell you. I went to school with someone called Benjamin, so... It is an English name, huh? all I know, it could be him. Hey Siri, is Benjamin Franklin UK or USA? <laughs> You mean English or American? He's American. This is not London facts, unless okay, he had a London he had house. a house in London. <laughs> but he's American. Why? What's his name? Got? Uh, you know what? Useless fact. Useless Move fact. on. Yeah. Uh, but either way, 1,200 human bones. That's that's crazy. Also. To be fair, that could be like, I said it's like four bodies. <laughs> it's not crazy. Yeah, true say, because we have a lot of bones in one body. Yeah, nearly 300, I swear. Also, a real human skeleton was found on display in the London dungeon. Oh, on display. Was found. So I'm assuming that they didn't know it was like a human Wait, body. What's the London dungeon? <laughs> Do you live in London, mate? Well, no. Come on, mate. What, what do you mean you don't know the London I li- I dungeon? I live in zone five. <laughs> the fuck would I know about London dungeon? It's a dungeon of London. Cool. Do you even know yourself? I've never been because I'm too scared. But it's like, a, I'm not going to tell you because you're going to suggest going. What is that? The scary place? Yes, it's a scary place. Oh, yeah. Isn't that in Madame Tussauds or wherever it's called? <laughs> no, I think it's near Madame Tussauds. It's in the same area. Madame no? Tussauds. Sorry. I don't know. I don't know. But... Well, I do remember actually going there. My mum went through there. I didn't go because I was too scared. I was seven years old. Is it a part of London? Cried my eyes out. Cried my eyes out. Absolutely. I thought my mum was dead. Oh, you thought she was never coming back? Yep. Mad. Also, one time I went to the circus with my dad. Oh, shit. They took him up onto the stage to, like, use him as a prop to show, like, tricks or whatever. They took him backstage. I thought he's never coming back. I thought they killed him. (laughs) I was bawling out crying. Some old lady was like, no, don't worry. He'll come back. He'll be fine. I was bawling my eyes out. Mm. He never did come back, though. (laughs) 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 That's why. (laughs) (laughs) Fun fact, we left him, not the other way around. Exactly, yeah. Shout out to you, wherever you are. He's on Facebook. I've got him on Facebook. Yeah, you do actually, you fucking weirdo. (laughs) Anyway, also, the London Underground used to be used to transport dead bodies. Great, probably still is. Probably still is, yeah. A polar bear belonging to Henry the III. I, I, I. <laughs> Henry the Third. Henry the I, I, I used to live in the Tower of London and could be seen swimming in the Thames. Swimming in the Thames with a polar bear. Yeah, I don't. Nice. I hope this is true facts. I'm spitting. Uh, where did you find these again? TikTok. Yeah, of course, of course. Yeah. Trust me, bro. The Great Fire of London only killed six people. Mm, it so, wasn't that great then. Exactly. Yeah, someone needs some work doing. And we'll work on their skills, <laughs> should I say? Who needs work doing? Oh fucking hell, Henry! I I I. And that's it. Yeah, that's it. Okay. Yeah. So London's not that much of a creepy place. I feel like New York would have much creepier facts about it. I swear they say New York has back rooms. Huh? Like rooms that are back. Back. Back rooms. Back to where? <laughs> back to go. <laughs> bye bye, bitch. <laughs> if you go in there. It's like dodgy places. Like you're, they'll never see you yeah. again. Like missing people are not missing. They're in the back rooms getting studied on experiments and science. 
You need to stay off conspiracy theory TikTok. Just don't get lost in New York <laughs> because you might well, not. Stop cooking. <laughs> Over. The the food is bad. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Mm. Just stop. You Hates haven't this. landed. The plane just touched the floor, took straight off. Okay. Went straight back. Just let's wrap it up. Reel it in. Yeah. Composure. Breathe. Breathe. Three, two, one. Off we go. Okay. You ready? Ready. All right. So before we carry on with the episode, uh, we're going to tell you about something pretty cool, actually. Uh, it's a website or an app, depending where you use it. And it's called Patreon.com. Uh, we're on there, and you can go on there to support us. You can donate as little as £3 a month, and you can get an extra what? Episode a week. So if you're bored of one episode, you can get two episodes a week. If you want to catch up. You can catch up. All the old episodes, uh, they are uncensored. They are very juicy. Yeah. Laura was horny in the last episode. I, I think, think she was. I think she still is, but... Very horny in the last episode. We talked about a lot about sex toys for some reason. Yeah, we nearly went to the shop straight after that episode. I can't lie. It, it was pretty close. We actually. was close, but we came to the decision to do it like another yeah. time. Uh, we also explained our hiatus where we were, had gone missing. Yeah. Uh, about how Laura was beating me and she had tied me up in a cage. Uh, that's why we wasn't obviously doing podcasts. Yeah. Uh, that's all on there and uh, also we spoke about our last OnlyFans shoot that we did. The behind the scenes of that. How we went terribly wrong. We actually didn't mention that. Okay, well, if you're going to go watch that, the only thing we didn't tell you is that we didn't get to fully finish it because Laura started that period, but we did tell you about the period. <laughs> yeah. But basically, we didn't, it was a disaster. Long story short, it was a disaster. Yeah, it was a bit bloody. Yeah. <laughs> Fantastic. But yeah, guys, if you want some extra content, we also have specials coming out. I know I've been chatting on about that, but nothing's really been coming out. Just watch the space. You'll see it. And then, well you're going to be moaning that you wasn't there from the beginning. But that's your problem, I guess. Uh, but yeah, Patreon's a cool place. And if you want to support us, if you enjoy the podcast, please sign up. It helps us a lot. My voice just went. He just, he's begging you right now. He's like, please. I am. Please. I'll wash your car window if you sign up to the Patreon. In a bikini? Would you Maybe do not. that? Would Maybe you be not. interested in doing that kind of business? No. Why? I don't think I'd get much business. <laughs> no. Well, actually, nowadays, 2024... All you got to do is put a little Instagram story up. Might be in market for me. Pre-car meet car wash. Pre-cum meet. <laughs> car wash. Yeah. We even clean the inside of the car. Uh, come to my car wash. <laughs> uh, come along. <laughs> <laughs> Let me come inside and clean the inside of your car. Uh, Any more? <laughs> in your bucket? <laughs> Let me spunk some pre-wash on it. Anyway, sign up to Patreon. It's a great place. Anyway, uh, as you could tell, I am in a traditional clothing. Why? Well, it's because we went to... Pakistan. We did. Laura couldn't really wear traditional clothing in here because her traditional <laughs> clothing are the big dresses. It would take up this whole space. No, no. You could not fit through the garage. That's like, true. There's a very thin walkway to get to this set. You could not fit through it. You would have to put your dress on here. I struggled to get in the cars and out the cars. Yeah, and you also wouldn't fit on that seat. No, no, no. You'd have to do. We'd have to do this podcast standing. Exactly. Um, maybe we should do that one day. <laughs> no. But, uh, yeah. So Laura's not wearing anything traditional. I am because I thought, well, we might as well bring back the vibes and. Let and you it's know. comfy. It's very comfy. They, this, especially the black one I have, is the most comfortable thing. I've ever owned in terms of clothing. Yeah, I think you're going to be fault. rocking that around the house quite often. I would not mind. 
especially the, well this one is more like a formal one so it's got like uh what's it called cufflinks not cufflinks cuffs 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 it's cuffed and um collar a collar so it's not as comfortable but the bottoms oh boy <laughs> they are very comfortable. i've actually tried on the bottoms these are parachute bottoms that's what i call them because basically so you get two types you get one that you put an elastic band through so it's almost like a belt and it's more fitted these are one size fits all and when i say one size fits all <laughs> it will fit your average american <laughs> Because, look, that's the size of one leg, yeah? It's that fat. So, basically, when you've fully stretched the waist part, it's like this wide, and you just use a string to tie it all up. And it's just being held on with a string right now. Yeah. And I can't lie, rocking this commando would be incredible. <laughs> Bit risky. You'd feel naked. Yeah, you would. Not really, because if you wear the top half, it covers the bottom half. It covers. But you might see a little, once in a while, like a little... Depends. You know, when I'm walking, just... It depends. Well, not me. Yeah, I was not, going yeah, yeah. to say, like, it does depend, Robert. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Darling, you don't have to call me out in public like that, but... That's not a one-size-fits-all approach. I would say it would feel amazing. You might feel it. It probably wouldn't look it for you. Relax. <laughs> you don't need to attack me. I understand you're hormonal, but let's just chill out a little bit. Tell me, how did you find Pakistan, Laura? We were um, there for seven days. No, six days. Well, technically five, because one of them was taken up by traveling. Yes, we was. Ugh. You know what? It's so different, but so nice. Mm. The different, the biggest difference I thought was when I was on the plane to Pakistan, how many groups of families there were. Oh, and yeah. I mean, like, of every age, there's a group of families. So, like, from literal kids to literal old people, they're together in a group, and they're, like, going together. Whereas if you go on, like, a normal plane between Europe, it's just, like, people on their own or people with, like, one person. It's yeah. not, like, families going. And when I came off the plane and the whole trip in Pakistan, I realized how close families are there. Yeah. And literally, no matter your age, you could be barely walking. Yeah. And the family part is so big. Yeah, like even... The community of family. When he came out at arrival, so we collected oh, yeah, our bags. Oh, yeah, that's a prime example. That was mad. No one warned us about <laughs> Pakistan airport when you come out. Like, what? If, you, if you're if you Pakistani or you've been to Pakistan, you'd know exactly what I'm talking about. If you've been to Islamabad airport, especially. Airport, so yeah. Uh, we can't testify for others. Islamabad airport. Oh, my God. I was not prepared for, like, the fashion walk. I felt like a celebrity that's doing a red carpet but I've done something bad and I'm yeah. in the middle of getting cancelled. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm still there because like, I, I I understand it, right? Because I'm from Latvia. So when I was younger, if I saw an Asian guy or any like a black guy, I'd be like, oh my God. And obviously you'd be staring because you're not really thinking about what they think when you're <laughs> staring at them, if that makes sense. Yeah. And that, I also pre-warned OJ and Osama when he went to Latvia. Which that, we did last that, year. That might be the case. Which really wasn't, I guess, I, I don't know, but... um. They said they got less looks than they did when we went to Peak District. Oh, yeah. When we went up north in UK, yeah. they got way more looks. Which is mad. Which is crazy, yeah. Um, but when we landed in Pakistan, we've got... <laughs> bear in mind, like, I know Laura dresses crazy sometimes. Uh, yeah. She was fully covered in a tracksuit, so... Like a, bag, like a two, three times too big tracksuit. You can't really, like, you know, make anything out. Uh, but we didn't obviously do it for that reason. We just done it to be comfortable. We both was on trackies, exactly. just want to be as comfortable as possible. We're traveling all day. Let's just be comfy. Anyway, I'm de uh, derailing. What's the word? Demotivating. No, <laughs> that's definitely not the word I'm looking for. Anyway, we collect our bags. We go through passport control, collect our bags, 
And we're like, cool. Let's go outside and wait for a summer. He should be here at some point. No one told us that a data wouldn't work and I won't be able to call anyone to yeah. find out where anyone is. No calls were going through. We couldn't get access to WhatsApp. Yep. So we were stranded. So well. I thought, best idea, let's just walk through arrivals. Osama usually will be waiting at the back. Yeah. And if he's not there, he'll be there at some point and we're going to see him. Yeah. What I wasn't prepared for <laughs> is nearly 10,000 people, <laughs> by the looks of it, standing either side of arrivals. <laughs> the hall is huge. <laughs> It's huge. It's like half a mile wide. And it's just me and Laura walking through. So now you can imagine, we've gone to Pakistan. They're not used to white people going through. So obviously they're all staring. I completely understand. But slightly intimidating. Especially when you see guards with AK-47s also staring at you. And you're walking through and you have thousands of eyes on you. I said, Laura, put your fucking head down and just walk. Look at my feet and follow them. Let's just go and wait somewhere. And the thing is, I didn't really feel unsafe at all. I just felt like, oh, this is a bit like, oh, this is a bit much. There was like, I'd say seven to eight rows of people all the way around you know, and people at the top level as well. You keep saying seven to eight rows. What do you mean by that? <laughs> I don't really know what you mean because there was over like 3,000 people there. Um, imagine one person and then six people behind them. That's a seven row. You mean wide? <laughs> row. <laughs> row. <laughs> so there's about 20 people. What you're, That's what you're saying. There was lots of people. D the walk from the start of arrivals to the exit was about a three-minute solid non-stop walk. <laughs> and the whole row was people upon people and upon people. Obviously, the people were waiting for their family members to come. That's yeah, the reason they course. were there. But we left at a time where no one else was walking out at the same time. And we wasn't prepared for how busy it would be. Because usually when you go to like uh, arrivals, no one's there. Mm. Only the people like collecting people. But there was like huge amounts of people and the worst thing was when we came out we couldn't contact anyone and Osama was like an hour late yeah. so we we're standing sorry we were standing there for an hour waiting for Osama to pick us up and uh, to be fair it was alright I thought we'd get a lot more taxi drivers trying to come and help us help us you know what yeah. I mean like try to take advantage of oh they're tourists they clearly look lost oh let's charge them crazy money for a taxi ride um, but it was only one guy really it was only one guy and he was actually yeah. trying to just help yeah, he was. <laughs> I just couldn't understand him. And the worst thing was, basically, when you're out there, you have different sims. So they had our friends had different numbers completely to contact them on. They hadn't mm. give us their numbers. Yep. So even if someone else who had uh, like a Pakistani number there called them, so there wouldn't be a cost, we didn't even know which numbers it was. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it it was an absolute nightmare to get out of there, and uh, it was very intimidating to say the least. But I get it. I was also prepared. I knew people were going to stare anyway because. Well, I'm from a country where the same shit happens. Um, so I was prepared for it. I just wasn't prepared for the intensity. I just wasn't prepared for the amount of people that would be in arrivals. Yeah. To be honest. And Laura was shit at bricks. But she literally shit bricks when she saw guns. Yeah, because I never... In UK, you don't see guns. Yes, you do. We no, have you, armed police. Like, not out there like them big ones. On the way to Pakistan, you saw guns in Heathrow. No, they had... Like, the way they displayed the guns was like fully like hand on the trigger like this. No, they always keep their hand behind the trigger or on the side of it. Either way, another thing no one prepared me for was the fucking roads. Because when we were traveling, oh this is like so God. cool and so crazy. In the UK, there's so many like road rules. 
Let's just insert some clips here whilst you talk about it of just what the roads look like whilst we were driving. Basically, in some places there is lanes, but there's no rules. No one follows the lanes and no one follows traffic lights if there is. Even if there's a red light there, everyone will drive through it. Everyone. Mm. There will be no one waiting. People go on the opposite side of the road. People um, on the motorway. On the, the motorway, way. people were like hanging off vans. Like, yeah, <laughs> there's like loads of people in one car. What else? Do you My see? favorite thing was we're driving. By the way, our flight landed at 1:30 a.m. and we got picked up at 2:30 a.m. We're on the motorway at 3 a.m. There's no one on the road, but there's cars here and there. It's quiet. This part of the motorway that we're driving on. Why is Osama's uncle driving in between two lanes? <laughs> yeah. Why? There's yeah. lanes on the road, and he's driving in between two and. It's a four-lane motorway. He's flashing the person in front of him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They fla- and they beep. Everyone beeps. Oh, yeah. That's just how they communicate. But in UK, if you're going to beep, that's like a fight. Yeah. But yeah. everyone beeps there just for, just for like, I'm coming through. I'm just letting you know I'm here. And if you don't move, we might crash. Yeah. So I'm just beeping to let you know. Yeah, exactly. Um, I wasn't prepared for that. No, I don't know why we didn't discuss these things before. But I was just like, damn, is this how people roll here? You were just more scared of the flying part. I think that's why you didn't really yeah. have the mental capacity to speak about anything because else. Because I get nervous about flights. Yeah. So I wasn't, sh- yeah, I didn't ask any really other questions. Mm. But imagine if it was like that here. No speed cameras. Oh, that'd be lit. Just go where you need to go. That'd be so sick. They were explaining it like in Pakistan, you have to think about your car as a priority. Whereas in UK, when you're driving, you're thinking about other people's car. So when you're thinking about your car, it doesn't matter where you go as long as you make sure your car's not hitting anyone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Essentially. Yeah. But we didn't get any collisions and we were driving mad. I can't like the way Rafiq was driving because Rafiq, so that's one of our mates. He was basically our chauffeur because yeah. he's been to Pakistan before and he's driven there. Obviously, he grew up there. Exactly. Did he? Yes, he did. Well, kind of. Um, but that doesn't really matter. He's driven there before. So he was the one that knew what to do. So he just drove. And... Um, yeah, he was driving like a madman. Mad. Well, and there's no seatbelts as well. Yeah. And no one matters either. Yeah, no one gives a fuck. Rafiq was driving through military check posts, no seatbelt, six people in a five-seat <laughs> car on his phone. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just goes through. There's dons with AK-47s. They're like, yeah, yeah, go. <laughs> exactly. The fuck? You know, actually, on one of the nights, we were near army base as well, and there's helicopters taking off and just flying about, no lights. Blacked oh, out yeah. helicopters just going around the whole place. I, I did bra- put on a brave face and I was like, yeah, yeah, it's fine. I can't lie. <laughs> Slightly nervous. Why? <laughs> so for those that don't know, we was at Osama's wedding. That's Our why best we friend, mashallah, he's married now and uh, very proud of him. Very happy for him. Uh, it was a good wedding. We'll talk about that in a bit, actually. Uh, yeah, one of them days. So all three days, it was three days. The wedding events were three days. Yeah, yeah. And all three days were at different halls. On the second day, the hall was literally opposite a military base, even though in Pakistan there's like military bases everywhere. Yeah, there's so much security. The way it feels. Um, but it was literally right next to it. I don't know what they were doing. They must have been doing training drills or they might have been bombing someone. But there was army helicopters. Like when I say army helicopters, the ones with guns on them. <laughs> yeah. Taking off with no lights on every 10 minutes. <laughs> yeah. I can't lie. Slightly scared. <laughs> I'm just going to put it out there. I was slightly worried. I was just trying to pretend like I don't care. Just so you don't freak out. Yeah. Um, But it was fine. We, they didn't do anything to us. And I, I, they were saying they're probably doing like training drills, which makes sense to do it in the middle of the night rather than the middle of the day. Yeah. Um, Yeah, that was crazy to see. You know about the security checkpost? It's so true. Like 
everywhere we go, there was like check posts for people and the guys are checking in the cars and there's like cameras measuring uh, num plates in and out of like different zones. Measuring num plates. Measuring. Nice. <laughs> but there's, there's so many checkpoints. Mm. And at every petrol station, there's a security guard with a, with a gun. Yeah. Every McDonald's, imagine going to a McDonald's. Every single McDonald's has a guy with a gun. Every restaurant. Let's insert the picture with you, the guy with the gun, the gun at the yeah. restaurant. In... Like, everywhere you go, there's a man standing for security with a gun. Mm. And even in the petrol stations, you don't fill up your own petrol. They do that in mo a lot of other countries, kind of that part of the world. Like I'm pretty sure even in Dubai and stuff. They like fill that, up your petrol yeah, for yeah. you. Yeah. That's true. We also got chased by dogs one night. There's a lot of abandoned dogs. <laughs> we didn't get chased by dogs. Our car got chased Our by car, dogs. Our car, yeah. And someone said, lock the door as if the dog was open. They <laughs> opened the door, which is fucking hilarious. Yeah. And they're not abandoned dogs, Laura. They're just wild dogs. Wild dogs. Yeah. Like we have foxes here. They've got dogs there. Yeah, exactly. Um, But yeah, it was good. I enjoyed it. It was a big culture shock, to say the least. Like, seeing... The, the, in Pakistan, like Osama said, there's either very poor or very rich. Not really anything in between. Like, there's no there's no difference. And seeing, like, the poverty side of things made me really... Like, I've said this before, I think, on the podcast. Like, after going to Latvia and stuff. It makes you grateful and it humbles you when you realize you live... In a place like London, for example. Yeah, well, usually, usually you take it for granted. Mm. <clears throat> like there's some, there was really beautiful places we went to, but like to get to them, sometimes you'd have to go through poverty places, and you'd be like, "Fucking hell!" Yeah, even the restaurant we went to, you look at the bill, and then you speak to other people and kind of figure out what people are getting paid, and you realize like, "Damn, this was nothing for us." I just covered the bill for eight people, and it was fuck all. But for people that live here, that's a lot. That's like two months' wages. Yeah. Which was just like, damn. And also, every place you go to, like every house, will have a servant. Is that what they call them? Yeah, servants. And yeah. they're basically like, like a butler. They're not people that just clean your house. No. Like they don't just come clean your rooms for you, like a hotel service. They'll make you food. They'll go to the shops for you. They'll make you tea. I think they'll clean. do pretty much anything you ask them to do yeah. in every house. Mm -mm -mm. And we had one in the place we were staying. By the way, we didn't use him. No, just, I, f I yeah. felt so bad. The only the only thing I asked him, because he was looking after, the, it was like an Airbnb type of thing. He was looking after the house. The only thing I asked him for was fresh towels and toilet, uh, toilet roll, toilet paper, because I was shitting quite a bit. And water bottles. And to change the big water tank. Yeah. That was it. Um, apart from that, we were like, just enjoy your day. Yeah. I was, go, <laughs> go enjoy your day. Because he obviously, obviously he didn't speak English. So I was using Google Translate to him. I, I wrote, Please relax. Go enjoy your Saturday. It's sunny outside. Have a good day. Just go. Yeah. But you can tell he was confused because usually I assume he would be like... Bossed around. Non -stop. Bossed around a lot. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, and obviously, we gave him a tip at the end, which was like... It equates to just over £10 here. I think it was like £15,000. £15,000? Like £15, £10, somewhere in between that. And I gave it to him. Like, his face lit up like his life has changed or something. And I was just like, damn, like we are so lucky to live where we are. 100%. And, um, I've just come back feeling so much more humble and grateful. And yeah, I don't know. I feel like th these are the reasons people should travel the world. Facts. Like even like, yeah, cool. You want to go to a fucking, I don't know, uh, all inclusive five-star resort in Lanzarote, for example, that's cool and all, but go and see the real world, the as well. real world. Like for example, if you search, is it safe to go to Pakistan, for example, 
the news are like, oh no, dangerous, high terrorism risk, da da da. Don't da. go, don't go. Pakistan is this, Pakistan is that. Mate, we went there, it was fucking beautiful. Yeah, I, I was felt safe. Everyone was nice. Yeah. Um, hospitality was good. Views were good. Every, like, only thing downside is you see the poverty, which I think you'd see in any country. Which it, it is heartbreaking as well. Yeah, that's it? what yeah. it is. You see the sat, like, it makes you feel like fuck. It's like the real world. Yeah. This, this is what the real world actually is. I think living in London almost puts you like in a cloud of what reality is like. Exactly. Um, but one thing I, w- I was going to say as well is everyone we went around, everyone wanted to help us. Yeah. Do something for us, get something for us, make some food for us and stuff like that. And it, it, it was just cool. Do you know what I mean? Because like, I feel like the last couple of times we've gone to Latvia, I've been the one trying to Make sure everyone's comfortable. That's true. And having gone there and everyone been so lovely, it was like, this is nice. That's true. I enjoyed it. Do you know what I mean? I was the that was the other side of it for mm-hmm. me. Why was it for you? Did you enjoy it? Yeah, I liked it. I liked um, dressing up for all the outfits and the wedding mm. venues were so nice. And I feel like it's not your typical. You don't just go every. You don't go every day. Yeah. So I felt very lucky and privileged to have gone yeah. and to have someone to show me around the place. Like, and have a family there, Osama's family, to look after us and everything. Mm. And it was a good break as well from work because I couldn't really access Wi-Fi when we were out. We had no Wi-Fi. Yeah. So I was hardly on my phone. It was like a phone detox. The only bad thing is we didn't get the time to go to the northern oh, areas yeah, of Pakistan, yeah, yeah. which is like apparently really, really beautiful. And we didn't get time because we only had two days off from wedding events. And then two days, it was raining and thundering. And they were saying it's not thundering, thundering and lightninging, and apparently it's not the best time to go. Not safe. Yeah, it's not safe to drive there, but it's a reason to go back. Yeah, well, there's other people that probably get married there as well. So exactly, we have other Pakistani friends. So yep. <laughs> uh, but yeah, all in all, good trip. Should probably needed like two more days. I think so. Didn't try quite, uh, that much food because everyone kept warning us, warning us, warning us, and then everyone was surprised by wasn't eating. Everyone warned us apparently like wedding food to stay clear from it because or be like, careful with it because of um getting the diarrhea and because food in general. We were so scared to get diarrhea because we wasn't there for a long time, and we just didn't want to, so we just avoided the wedding food. I had some. We had like breads. Yeah, like the main the main thing is to stay away from like the curries and stuff because they use tap water and the spices and the spices. But it's mainly the tap water because the bacteria in it, so they use that to cook with. And um, obviously, if you're living out there, you're used to it. If you don't, you're not going to be used to it, and but you're going to get. You the know shit. that happens in other countries, like they say about in Bali, you get a Bali belly when you go. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. apparently, you even get it at the best restaurants. You could get it. Yeah, you can get it anywhere, but. Yeah, it was just very cautious because it was three days wedding and then either end of that was basically flying for 12 hours. And we did day. not want to have the shits on the so plane. I was like, nah, I'm all right. Bottled water Mackey's for me, mate. Yeah, the Mackey's was fresh. Pakistani McDonald's? Top tip. Everything is like fresh, hot cooked. I could hear my burger mooing. <laughs> yeah. I bit the burger and it went moo. And also we bumped into a car meet or car show at the mall. Like, they love their Hondas, by the way. Every car. Oh my god, Honda, the Honda's Honda. there, what? And we saw an S14. It's all the Japanese cars, isn't it? Because yeah. they're so close to Japan. I didn't see one BMW. So refreshing. I saw one. Did you? Yeah, but Osama said that's probably like a, like a kit car or something like that. Or I, d- I don't know what he, he was saying. I don't remember. But I did see one BMW. But yeah, that was that. How was the wedding though? Because you it- want to talk about marriage and stuff like that. Just before we go into a marriage conversation, how did you find a wedding? The wedding, the first event was the best. It, mm. I think it, I think it's Mendy. 
event. Yeah. It was a lot of dancing and there was a lot of partying and everyone had routine, dance routines planned out. I even Sama's mum. She can dance. She was rocking it down. Also, I was dancing as well. They taught me the moves. <laughs> the robbers got video clips of me in the middle of the dance floor dancing. Yeah. Throwing, throwing money. Throwing money lit and the, and everything like that. The second and third day was I felt bad for Osama and his wife. The it, photographers ruined it. The photographers ruined it and they were just taking photos the whole time. For the guests, it was lit because you were talking to everyone, chilling. Food. Food, whatever. But for Osama and his wife, they were just taking photos, photos, photos. That the was whole time. so bad. Actually, no, the second day was the worst. And the third day was calm because the photographers backed off and Osama and his wife sat down and actually ate food. No, I think Osama told him to fuck off. Maybe, yeah. I think so. Because the second day, they didn't even get to eat. No. Like, I could see visibly people around them and Osama and his wife were getting very pissed they off. Needed a, they needed a break from photos. Yeah. And third day was more fun. Because it was a mixture between Mm-mm-mm. and it wasn't so photo heavy. Um, and every like all the day we were sleeping and all the night we went to, got ready, went to the wedding and after just played cards all night. Yeah. It was such good like mental freeness. Yeah. It was just so, it was so like far away from all the noise. And peaceful there and everyone yeah. was nice. It almost felt like you wake up, get ready, party, yeah. have fun all night, chill out, go to sleep. Wake up, same thing again. Yeah. That's literally what every day was like. And the kids are so respectful there. Oh my God. Like compared to British kids. Yeah. Fucking hell. These kids are very, very respectful. That's what I'm saying. It's a big culture difference. Big culture difference. Huge. Um, I loved it. And I'd love to go back. And um, visit the northern areas. I want to go to the northern areas for sure. There's, there's so many more things. You know what? Osama's brother, please get married. Rafiq. Rafiq, get married. I want to go back. Yeah. Okay. So hurry up. Uh, Marriage. Marriage. Okay, so this is the thing I wanted to speak to you about. When we were there, everyone was making jokes. All of us, of aunties, cousins, mum, oh, saying, yeah. oh, these two are getting married. Now where's me and Robert's turn? Osama's dad pulled Robert aside to have a serious chat with him. He told me off for not getting married. Yeah. Not having married Laura already. Like, we've been together for eight years. Buckle up. He said he can get a ring tomorrow. Do it now in Pakistan. We can get married with them. He was literally ready. And he wasn't joking. He was not joking. He was ready to go get me a ring right there and then. Yeah. He literally was. No. (laughs) My mom would get mad just because she wouldn't be there for the wedding. Look, for me, the difference between Osama and us is that for him, it's culturally much more important to be married than it is for me and you. For me and you... The only difference that would change, the only difference that us being married would make is your surname and rings. Rings is a good difference. That's it. And me calling you my wife. True. And you calling me your husband. True. That is about it. Like nothing else would really change. And obviously we'd have a big fucking wedding. We want to get married, but the plans me and you have for our wedding and (laughs) rings and stone sizes... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> will require a lot of sponsorship. The longer I wait, the bigger the ring. Please sign up to the Patreon because <laughs> can't afford no rings. Exactly. And also <sighs> on TikTok, there was a couple who shared their engagement and they were happy sharing it with the world. Okay. And they got roasted in the comments by so many girls. Why? Because the ring was a Pandora ring. So? And I want to just say... Why are you laughing? Like, <laughs> Why are you taking the piss out of this young couple in clearly in deep love? That's the thing. What's the meaning of marriage? Because 
Realistically, if you wanted to get yeah. married to me, we could get yeah. married tomorrow with paper. All you got to do is yeah. sign papers. Yeah. The stone don't matter. No. The ring don't matter. No, it doesn't though, because a Pandora ring looks the same as the other ring. Exactly. Literally. So why are you telling me to get you a £20,000 ring? <laughs> the fuck? All right, go get a Pandora ring. No. Why? No. <laughs> you said no, that's why. <laughs> and if you said no, I'd have to uppercut you and then just couldn't be together. Mm, yeah, true. But yeah, people, look, for me, if you're getting married, for example, with a Pandora ring, that just means you're in love and you just really want to seal the deal and marriage is important to you. Yeah. For us, marriage isn't important. We're not religious. In our cultures, it doesn't, it's not, it doesn't really hold much weight. You know what I mean? None so, of my siblings are married. Put it that way. No. Yeah. None of, one of my cousins, one cousin is married. Yeah. Out of all my cousins, one. And for us, it's just more of like a day that we just want to remember forever and have a sick day. And yeah. Yeah. So to us, it's no rush. We don't really care. We just want to do it in a way where we could just have a sick party, basically. Facts. So And barbecue. I love barbecues. That's my best thing yeah. about summer, having barbecues. Summer's dad, I'm sorry. You're going to have to wait, my friend. <laughs> but you're going to come to the wedding. For sure. Yeah. Did you want to speak anything more about weddings? No. Okay, cool. Because I would want to speak about something when it comes to relationships and young people in love. Young, oh, we were young once. So this is a eighteen-year-old couple. Okay, we we was an eighteen-year-old couple at one point. And this is a title. My parents caught me and my girlfriend having sex. How do I cope? It's interesting because that can happen at any age. It's worse when you're that age. <laughs> yeah, it is. You feel like your life's ending. Yeah. Yeah. All right, but let me. <laughs> I want to hear more of why the parents went in the room. We've never been caught, have we? Um, I by think... a friend, but we're going to keep his name secret. <clears throat> I'm not going to say it. How have we been caught by a friend? We've just done it in the same room. You didn't have to say that. You just didn't have his to. His head was on the bed going like okay, this. Okay, that, that's <laughs> mad. That is mad. Yeah. I'm just going to read this story and we're going to move <laughs> swiftly on. Okay, cool. Uh, so, I've been in a long distance relationship for two years now. It's been difficult, especially the sex part. Because mutual masturbation gets boring after a while. Sounds hot though, not gonna um, lie. We did speak about that quite a lot on the Patreon episode <laughs> as well. Why did they bring it up again? <laughs> Recurring theme? Yeah. Let me read. My girlfriend finally got the chance to visit me last week. We began having sex almost immediately after we entered the house. Fucking hell. <laughs> Throw them bags down, let's get hey, to they're it. They're young, they're fucking like rabbits. What can I say? Incredibly, incredibly, uh, no, sorry. I thought my parents were gone for the day, but I was incredibly wrong. Oh, I. you know what? Yeah, sometimes you'd be getting in it. Yeah, okay. Not all of you live with your parents, okay? But some of us do. And <laughs> sometimes you've got to do a quick sweep of the house just to double check. Because yep. I'm sure I heard mom go out an hour ago, but I got to check no one's in the room. Yeah, we did that yesterday. Anyway, <laughs> let me carry on. Uh, they wanted to meet my girlfriend, understandably, and they both stayed at home from work. Something they didn't notify me about. We had sex for around five minutes. <laughs> before real. We <laughs> Very real. He kept it real. Uh, I don't know if that meant sex for five minutes until he was done or the five minutes in what I'm about to read happened. Oh, fuck, fuck, fuck. We had sex for about five minutes before we heard the knock on the door. I've never covered up so fast in my life. I'm sure this happened to us. My mom then proceeds to open the door ever so slightly and tell us that they understand, but they would like us to keep it down a bit. I swear to God, I almost cried out of sheer embarrassment. My girlfriend took it much better than me and even started laughing after, uh, laughing after my mom left. 
I know I shouldn't be uh, I shouldn't be this embarrassed, but knowing your parents have heard you having sex is the worst feeling I've ever felt. How do I cope? And I swear to God, if my mum ever hears me doing the naughty naughty business, I hope she doesn't confront me. Because if she does, I can never look her in the eye again. I have to move out, and I'm going to be homeless because I can't afford a house in London, can I? So. You've just made me homeless by confronting me about this. I'm not going to lie. The parents are wrong for this. I think Facts. the mom's in the wrong. Facts. Like, first of all, if you're going to... Like, they haven't seen each other. So you know they want some alone time, the romantic. I get you're excited to see her, but he's more excited, clearly. Yeah, it, she ain't your girlfriend. Like, he, he needs dick dipping. He needs some time. Dick dipping? He needs to dip his dick. That's the first time I've ever heard that. That's actually, <laughs> that's actually what... It works. It's dipping, yeah. You cooked there. For it's, once, you've actually cooked. Thank you. Clap. Yeah, you didn't... <laughs> Clap what? Clap his fucking cheeks tonight. Yeah, so see, we're just back to being horny again. Sorry, we're playing. Am I not satisfying you? Is that what's going on? You're satisfying me too much. You don't look like it, though. <laughs> That's the problem here. I'm just flirting with you. That's how you keep a relationship alive. Rawr. Exactly, rawr. I love you and dinosaur. <laughs> love you and that. Anyways, for real. <coughs> the parents are wrong for like not informing him, but yeah. they got busy straight away. Very quick. They're, they're in the wrong for not sweeping the house, though. They're in the wrong. But also, if I have my kid banging and they didn't know I was there, I'm just going to leave the house. I was never there. Don't worry, I was never there. I don't think but, I could confront them. No, what is she doing knocking and keeping it down? Like, leave them alone. Let go. It's different if they were banging loudly whilst knowing people are in the house. Th then you want to confront it in a proper way. Yeah. But in this situation, I don't think it's bad for them being loud because if no one's home... I'm just saying, I'm sure my whole estate hears us when I have a free house. I'm just putting it out there. Because I go from, oh, do, oh, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah. This is awkward. Should we play a game? Yeah, let's. What game? All right, should we play Who Knows Me Better? Okay. Yeah? Not safe for work edition. We need the whiteboards. Do we? Oh, yeah, we, yes, do. we do. Oh, my God. This is how rusty I am. We do need the white We ain't done this podcast in so long. Okay, two random cards. Shabba, shabba, dabba, so, basically, dino. we've been together for long. Doesn't mean we necessarily know each other. Because trust me, like, we don't get these answers right all the time. We have a little competition, which we lost tally of. So, we might as well start a new tally. Oh, yeah. Of who's the overall winner, right? Well, is there even a point of keeping a tally? Like, no, because it always wipes off anyway. Yeah, realistically. And no one really gives a fuck. No. Yeah. We'll just do it this one time. Like, in this one time, we'll see who's the winner. And then next time in that one time, we'll that see one the time, winner. That one time, that one time. Okay. Can we have McDonald's tonight? <laughs> <laughs> Mommy? That sounded like the most childish thing I've ever said in my life. Mommy, can you... <laughs> Mommy. Do you know what that reminded me of? McDonald's tonight. <laughs> Do you know what that reminded me of? What? One time I was going through the drive <laughs> and I was in the front seat and Asama was in the back seat and I'm ordering, yeah, because I'm driving and Asama goes in the back because you can't see it's that dark. He goes, Mommy, can I have a Happy Meal? <laughs> and it made me look like I had kids in the back because the guy couldn't see who's in the back and I just like fucking shut up. And he's like, Mommy! <laughs> also, we have food at home. I mean, <coughs> fuck your food. I'm in my mum era. Uh, Since coming from, from Pakistan, this guy wants McDonald's, but he's going to be so disappointed. No, I've only been craving it today. You're going to be so disappointed. Are you calling me fat? 
Nice. 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 All, right. <laughs> All right. All right. All right. Good All right. aim. So, with our, oh, we can actually finally say we've been together for eight years because it was our anniversary. Woo! Robert, I've had this fucking card. Give me a different card. This game is pissing me off. Because what do you mean? Did they just print the same card a hundred times? I've had this stupid card. We throw cards in. Have you had that card as well? I've had like two of them questions. I don't know why we throw it so far because you have to pick the shit up anyway. <laughs> We're in our reckless era. Dramatic effect, I guess. <laughs> Thank you. Right, here you go. Okay. Why'd you give me two? Oh, did I give me one? <laughs> <laughs> Bitch. Here we go. Oh, yes, buddy. Oh, what are you going to go for? You Why go are for... you reading my questions for? <laughs> so, Kills know. the effect. I don't know. All right. So we've been together for eight years and we are trying to find out if you know me better or I know you better. Yes. Or These... do we agree on everything? These are not safe for work editions, so if you're a family member, click off. Or if you like incest, carry on watching. That is a crazy sentence, <laughs> but we're going to carry on. Please, ladies first, go ahead. What's my favourite position at the dinner table? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> my favourite position is sitting at the table eating food. <laughs> Same. Same. Sex position. What's your favourite position? Oh, okay. I know. Oh, that's a good question, actually. I don't really know. I can tell you what's mine. Um, um, yeah, I, I nearly went for something else, but we're going to go with this. This is what I wrote, ladies and gentlemen. Ready? Yeah. Three, two, one, go. <laughs> okay. Missionary? Wait. You boring cunt. It was between missionary or back shots. I wrote back shots and I just took it off. Yeah. It was between them. So Robert's right. I like missionary because it's a mixture of romantic and deep and hard and lovely but I also like back thoughts when I want it really back rough. Thoughts. Back thoughts. <laughs> Give, back me thoughts. <laughs> Give me back thoughts right now. Um, I'm not going to read my question because, well, I'm not going to do mine because it's, have I ever had a pregnancy scare? Yes or no? <laughs> yes, you have. We have. We both know that because we're in a relationship. <laughs> okay, cool. So we're just going to reverse the question. What's my favorite position? Oh, um. <laughs> okay, cool. Well, I think you know this one pretty well. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, because he always dashes me in it. <laughs> Straight up. Three, two, one. Speed bump. Speed bump. <laughs> He's like, you're ugly. Let me see that ass. <laughs> hey, that's why we're together. <laughs> Just for that ass. Yeah, anyways. Um, have I ever called someone the wrong name during sex? No. What are you writing? Don't say some shit like daddy. Go on, write yours. No. You have to write it for the effect. No. No. <laughs> We've only had sex with each other, guys. So Surprise. I'm not that big of a hoe. Not that much. <laughs> You're a hoe online. Just not real life, I guess. No. Real life, she's just... <laughs> I can't lie. If I was single, like, I'd be the biggest <laughs> hoe ever. So you lot are lucky, boys. <laughs> because... All the girls that are in their relationships, you're lucky. <laughs> you're lucky. <laughs> and you know what? I'd fuck girls as well, so you're all lucky. Yeah, true say. You actually are secretly bi. And you know what? I'm going to tell you right now. I get thoughts DMing me on Instagram. Like, the ones you lot would wank over. Facts. I get them in my DMs. You, she has girls sign up to her OnlyFans. Yeah, I chat dirty with them. See all that. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Didn't need to know that. It's a great time. Anyways. Anyway. <laughs> uh, have I ever had sex in a library yes or no we've been in a library before me and you do you know what i mean i'm sure you've got hard in a library that's a better question because i know he has a no fucked. that's bullshit i get hard everywhere i've been hard <laughs> everywhere i've been and he used to work with the kids 
<laughs> that was unnecessary. That was so unnecessary. Wait, hold on, man. This is such a bad whiteboard. Just write your answer. Well, it's no. Obviously, we both know it's no. I don't even know how many points we have. <laughs> We're just fucking playing, to be honest. <laughs> Whatever. Have, would I rather have 10 tattoos or 10 piercings? A, 10 tattoos or B, 10 piercings? B. B. And I'll tell you where. I think you probably have more than 10 piercings. <laughs> All right, anyway. 10 piercings. One on my ear. Wait, one on either side would count as two, right? Yeah. So two. I put four on my ears. Top and bottom. So five on my ears. What? So t- <laughs> How did you get five? <laughs> One, two, one, two, That's three. That's a cheek. No, you can't. One normal earring. You have to bleep out that word, Sorry. by the way. One normal earring. Yeah. On both sides is two. Yeah. One, then, two. Yeah. Then again, behind it, people get a second piercing there. What? Because I've got to make ten. Okay, cool. Go so on. that's four. And then one, one at the very top of my ear, that's five. Right? I'm okay. on five. I've got to make five more. Belly. Oh, uh, yeah. Six. six. Yeah. Well, I might as well get my nipples done then. Eight. Oh, uh, no. Might as well get my clit done while I'm at it. Yeah, Nine. You see, now you're reaching. Now you're reaching. I could. I would be gone, by the way. Because I ain't tasting brass. <laughs> Fuck that. I already have to taste fish. <laughs> I have to add metal to it. One pound for you. <laughs> I told you, you lot are so lucky I'm in a relationship. Because otherwise, honestly, like. The streets would be smelly. It would be smelly out here. <laughs> would I rather have sex when I'm drunk or when I'm hungover? I want this pen, you can't see anything, but A, when you're drunk. A. And that shit's risky, by the way. Like, you're just Facts. asking for a baby at that point. But when I'm hungover, I don't want to even touch you. Like, don't even hug me. Just when you're drunk is the only reason you'd like to touch me. Only when you're drunk. By the way, guys, I don't even drink, so... See, so yeah, he doesn't until he's on holiday. That's why we just don't have sex. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, your question number four. Would I rather A, know how I'm going to die, or B, knowing... When I'm going to die. And I don't know why they're giving me these questions because I'm scared now. I don't want to think about death. I'll stop crying. When or how? Well, I might as well know when. Oh. Yeah, I know I'm when. I'm going to go for when. <laughs> how Thanks, did you darling. Know? Yeah, when. No, but seriously, would you rather... Yeah, when. Really? What if yeah. I told you next week? Well, that, then again, you lot better be lucky that it's not. Because <laughs> I'm going to town. Or you just go pound everyone. <laughs> no. I'm going to commit some crimes. Oh, okay. Okay, tell me which crimes. Murder. <laughs> Why would you murder? Gain of emotional success. How does that make any sense? You're sounding like uh, <laughs> a rogue country <laughs> dictator. Um, I'd run over someone because I always wanted to hear that sound of when it hits the car. I would um, probably stab someone <laughs> to, to get that inside and outside feeling. Do you need to see a therapist? <laughs> um... I probably would fuck a prostitute for the plot. Um, <laughs> That's not illegal. Oh, I can do that now? Yes. Might as well then. <laughs> uh, what else would I do? You know what? I think you should move on from this I'd probably question. hijack someone. Laura, Laura, please. Okay. Let's stop this question. By the way, I'm not going to kill you lot, yeah? Just me. <laughs> I don't like death. I just watch crime. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, Alright, cool. Would I rather date someone hot but crazy or someone ugly but sensible? Okay, cool. Well, it's easy because it's already <laughs> A. Well, so obviously I think that's he, the answer. I think you want to go for B. <laughs> what? I think you'd rather go for B like if you went back in time. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> but you ended up with an A. I ended up with hot and crazy. 
I ain't that crazy. Not in public. <laughs> I am on the podcast, to be fair. Question five, please. Do I prefer do I prefer do I prefer sex at night or in the morning? At night. At night. Yeah. Why do you have these whiteboards if you're just saying the answers? Yeah, we're just so good at communicating. Would I rather A, find a human head or B, find a human hand in my kitchen? Hand. Head so you can put your dick in her mouth. What answer are you going for? Head. Yeah, I would go for head. Because if I find it in my house, I'm definitely going to prison. This is in my house. So why would you rather pick the head? If I find a head, it didn't say in my house. It said head randomly. Oh. Because then I would just be like, yo, like... You know that's English questions. They're just asking option, option in the house. They both mean in the house. So what are you trying to say? I don't understand English. Because <laughs> I speak better English than you and that, I'm not even from the country. That's so. true. That's true. You by know the way, six questions on here, by the way. I've got my DNA test, but I'm not going to tell you like, my results until Robert has his. Yeah, that's what we're waiting for before we tell you. Uh, you have another question. I'll just read you mine. Because we're not, we're not even keeping score. Guys, tell us what game to play because these games are fucking shit. I'm, these are pissing me off. You now. know, we should make our own game and do better questions and play it on the podcast and sell it. This is not a business meeting, darling. We're actually filming the podcast. Sorry, if you haven't forgotten. Sorry. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Anyways. Last question. Would I rather only have sex in the missionary position or the doggy position? Doggy. Nope. Missionary. missionary. Of course. It's more intimate. Missionary is so much more versatile. It is. Because like, you do one leg up, two leg up. Doggy's just... Rough. 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 <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah. Would you rather be put in doggy then? You put in doggy. Do you want me to smack you now or off camera? Depends where you're going to smack me. You know what? Whilst you're pissing me off, I'm going to tell you another thing <laughs> that you've been pissing me off about. I hate watching TV with you. <laughs> Drive to Survivors come out and for those that don't know I'm an F1 fanatic I've yeah. watched F1 since a kid with my dad took a little break Drive to Survive came out started watching F1 again literally since actually I think I started watching from the season before Drive to Survive I don't remember I've been watching it for ages I love F1 Drive to Survivors come out I'm trying to get the inside scoop you know what are all these team bosses chatting about what has been the rumours that we haven't really seen on the telly? I'm watching it with Laura because she likes to watch things with me. Yappa, yappa, <laughs> yappa, 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 yappa. <laughs> oh, but what did he say? What, what did he do? What the, who's this guy? <laughs> I'm trying to hear the fucking TV. I don't know. We're watching the same thing. And because we're watching TV on the computer, it's not like we have a control next to us to pause. <laughs> we can't pause it, so I'm speaking over it. I have to get up with my bare ass on show <laughs> to pause the fucking thing just to explain to Laura why Toto Wolf doesn't like Christian Horner. Like, why? Just... And and the worst thing you've ever done is buy a pan of chocolate <laughs> to eat whilst we're watching Drive to Survive Bro. in a paper crunchy wrapper. <laughs> I'm trying to hear a dialogue between two very important people on the show. And all I'm hearing is... <laughs> and then, guess what? And then sleep in the crumbs. <laughs> Five minutes later, I'm KO'd with a pan of chocolate. Around me. Yeah, and every two seconds you're going, oh, give your arm to me, cuddle me. No, <laughs> fuck off. That's not happening tonight, by the way. <laughs> you want no McDonald's? Eating, no sound. We're going McDonald's. Okay.
<sighs> anyway, thank you guys for watching. It was a great episode. It's great to see you guys again. Uh, we have some lovely ideas. We have some great things coming. We're going to be committed to you guys. <laughs> yeah, more committed than I am to Laura. Yeah. Oh shit, I just drew my finger. I can hear helicopters, police, and I think I need to go save my, save my neighborhood. Uh, there's something going on, actually, because bleep that. Bleep that. I stayed in very close to our house because I was hearing a lot of cheering. So I think there's a big game. I'm going to tell you something. I need to go save my neighborhood. I'm on neighborhood watch. Oh. I hear something going down. You're Spider Man. Spider Man. Give me the best Spider Man pose that you can give me right now. If I was a superhero, <laughs> pause. <laughs> what the fuck was that? <laughs> if what I was, was that? If I was should I give, show, show you what Spider-Man does? Fucking hell, mate. Don't split your trousers. <laughs> you look like you're taking a shit. Shit. <laughs> Robert, if I was a Spider-Man. That was the nerdiest shit I've ever done. But go on, if, if you were Spider-Man. If I was Spider-Man, a Superman. So if I was a super lady. You mean superwoman. If I was a lady. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If I was a lady, lady. Do, you, do you think I'd be um, Supergirl? I mean, Superwoman, Batwoman. What else is there? Spider Girl. Spider Girl. Spider Woman, whatever. Yeah, we're not going to go. Like, Spider Who's the other one? Aqua something? Aqua Bitch. <laughs> <laughs> you know how you said 100% bitch earlier? You'd be a bitch, fishy tuna, swimming bitch. <laughs> no, come on, what would I be? You'd be Mrs. Fantastic. <laughs> you'd be Shrek. No. Fiona. No, you'd be Mrs. Fantastic. Who is that? The stretchy one. Oh. Hmm. <laughs> Bye. Because <laughs> they're black. Right, Robert is now banned from seeing cartoons. I'm going to log into his Netflix and block that movie. Oh, um, Netflix is fine. You just don't want to go on my private browser history. <laughs> Mr. F Mrs. Fantastic. Getting I railed don't by close Homer. my tabs. Get, getting railed by Homer Simpson. I watch Cartoon Network XXX. <laughs> you know, I've seen Among Us porn and I'm going to leave it. <laughs> what? Red has been ejected. <laughs> what? Well... Once upon a time. Where and why? <laughs> I was scrolling on Etsy for candles. Etsy? <laughs> you saw porn on Etsy? No, no, not officially, but I saw an Among Us with a dick. <laughs> oh, so you haven't seen Among Us porn? Well, that's half, like, before, and then I got, you know, and then I said, Oh, curious. Yeah. And i also seen Homer Simpson, Rel, Lisa Simpson. I'm joking. I'm just making up movies for the plot. <laughs> Somebody get me a Big Mac a meal. Why is this intro five minutes long? Does somebody say just <laughs> eat? <laughs> ding dong, ring a ding, swing my schlong. <laughs> Fuck me, suck me, eat me. <coughs> Guys, we're locking it off. Thank you for being here. Thank you for watching the podcast. Bye. Goodbye. <laughs>